make sure that the energy that we're sharing with other people is energy that's going to serve them as well. So I know that um, you'll be thinking about that, but are you someone that people want to spend time with? Because I often think this, you know, when I'm really not energised, I think, well, why would people want to spend time with me if I'm not making them feel good? So that's definitely a question that's worth asking yourself. Susan Myers here and welcome to episode eight of my podcast Mind-Blowing Decisions. If you've listened to some of the other episodes and if you have, I really hope you've enjoyed them, you will already know that the reason I named this Mind-Blowing Decisions is because that's how I described how I feel when I've got so much going on in my head and every decision seems to be mind-blowing. I don't know if you can relate to that, but at those times, it's like, I just really can't think straight. And uh, I thought, I can't be the only one. There must be other people feeling like this. So hence the reason I started this podcast, just to reassure us all that it's so normal to have big fluctuations in our mental health. So if you are enjoying these episodes, and I really hope you are, and you're sharing them with other people, please take a screenshot. Um, share it on your social media, make sure others are aware that there are podcasts there that really help us to boost our mental health. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about other podcasts because the majority of them are absolutely amazing on mental health, but there are clearly some that are just not serving us well and some just don't make us feel good. So make sure that you and your friends and your network, you're really choosing the right ones to lift you and to make you feel good about yourself because that's what should be happening. You should be feeling good about yourself. Now, I know that doesn't happen all the time. So my role here or my idea is to just give us some virtual toolkits of things that help us, that lift us, that really inspire us. So if you haven't done already, make sure that you subscribe, which means that you get all the new episodes when they come out. And if you are loving this, I would love for you to leave a five-star review um, because that really does help us to get noticed and spread the message, really, that mental health can be positive and we can do something to really lift ourselves. Obviously, that's not always the case. I absolutely accept that. Sometimes we need professional help and I've talked about that in the past. I'm a real advocate for that. But other times, there's things that we can do to help ourselves. So... This week, I thought I would share with you what a almost typical week looks like for me. Um, and just to give you an idea that if you think I go through life feeling really, really good, that's not always the case. So uh, I'll be honest with you, I've just put on a some music, just played a bit of Garth Brooks. I've got the lyrics up. Uh, my poor husband, Lester, has just had to suffer me singing and I do not have a singing voice at all. But I had a great time. I had a bit of a, a jig around the kitchen just to get my energy levels up to record this because I cannot do a podcast talking about lifting our mental health at times when I'm in a really you know, low place myself. And sometimes I just have to record this on a, a different day. So, for example, I usually record this on a Friday. But if the Friday I'm not feeling really, really energised, then, you know, I would make sure that I do that on a day that I do feel so much better. So we have to make sure that the energy that we're sharing with other people 
is energy that's going to serve them as well. So I know that um, you'll be thinking about that, but are you someone that people want to spend time with? Because I often think this, you know, when I'm really not energised, I think, well, why would people want to spend time with me if I'm not making them feel good? So that's definitely a question It's worth asking yourself. I think we definitely owe it to other people, um, our family and our friends, to make sure that, you know, whatever we're sharing with them, if it's just our time, that's the most important thing. It's um, it's when we, we have got an energy that will make them feel good and that when they leave us, they think, God, I really enjoyed meeting them. I really enjoyed having that conversation. So my week, well, unfortunately, it didn't start really well. So at the weekend, the previous weekend, our little grandson, Frankie, who's 18 months, Carly's son, he was taken to hospital. A real, real freak accident. So as I'm recording this, we're in lockdown and uh, you will know that it's really difficult to rush over to your family and give them some support. So Lester and I got this text from Carly to say, um, just to let you know, we're at the hospital with Frankie. We've been here all day. The story is horrible. Frankie put a stick in his mouth. He grabbed a stick from somewhere, put it in his mouth, run. It gets worse, fell. And you can imagine what happened. The stick went down his throat. Oh, when I think about it, it's just horrendous. So Carly called the ambulance because he was bleeding. The ambulance came and they took him away in the ambulance. He's 18 months. So Carly was able to go with him. And Kurt followed and then only one could go in with him at one at a time. Carly's having their second baby in July. So, you know, this was not a good situation. So this is the text that we got. So our first reaction was, we want to go there. We want to be with them. We want to make sure that he's okay. Uh, and we couldn't do any of those things. So we were totally reliant on Carly having the time to get back to us and giving us an update. Horrible, horrible, horrible time. You can imagine what was going through our head. So I imagine that you can equate to that or relate to that because that has happened to you probably really recently when you felt all of those emotions. Anyway, good news, thankfully, Frankie came out of hospital at the end of the day and obviously he was really clingy that night and really upset, but all good. Thank goodness. Really, really grateful for that. So that threw us all over the place. Any plans we had went out of the window and all we could do was worry about baby Frankie, but thankfully it ended up okay. So life carried on and on Tuesday this week, it was our wedding anniversary. So it's 41 years we've been married and this time last year we were celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary of a really special holiday in the Bahamas. So we'd planned this and obviously we've got all the photographs, you know how they come up on your memory on Facebook and it's like this time last year you were here and I was like, oh my goodness, that was like a lifetime ago. And it was like, it's only a year ago. And here we are now in lockdown celebrating our 41st wedding anniversary. I was thinking, thank goodness, we got the opportunity to at least celebrate our 41st anniversary. At least we're here. Um, so that was good. So we just made the most of it. We obviously couldn't go out. We couldn't have a meal. We couldn't celebrate with friends. But I think we just spent the day feeling grateful, really, that um, at least we're here and you know, next year, the plans are that we will get back to celebrating as we normally do. So that was that full of emotions. Obviously, we couldn't get to see the family. And then the following day, 
this was mind-blowing so Lester went to work I got up in the morning and I just thought I cannot do the same routine over and over again I just can't stay in this house and then just go for my walk and I think I have worked in every room in this house <laughs> just trying to get a different scene and a different feel and a different emotion but now I've pretty much done all of that and I just got up and thought I just can't do this I've got to do something different so I got myself ready and I got in the car and I just jumped on the motorway because we live quite close to the motorway junction so I uh, drove to the motorway and I drove along and I went to a drive-through Starbucks and, uh, and there was a few junctions ahead go through the Starbucks I've got an audio on so I'm beginning to feel really good actually I was listening to um, funny enough I'm listening to Carly's podcast called Made For More so it just come out and uh, I was driving along and then I thought where the hell am I going so the plan had been I would go and turn around at the next junction and then come back but I was just lost in the moment of just really feeling relaxed enjoy you know driving and the reason I was feeling relaxed was because that's what I've always done I've always driven a long way so I've gone on you know lots of long journeys and I've got to really enjoy them we used to do that when the children were young and they were playing ice hockey and and dancing and we got used to traveling and then my job in the prison service was traveling a lot so to me it was just like a bit of normality but I got a bit carried away and realized I was miles up the motorway <laughs> I only gone out for a cup of coffee so I, I came to the next junction uh, did a turnaround and drove back and uh, then my plan was that I would go park in a car park because all of my business I can do online so I can pretty much do from my phone because obviously I have people that I connect with and I didn't have any coaching calls that day until the evening so I knew that I had the flexibility to do anything I wanted all day and you know although I have that flexibility i realized I was still restricting myself to the same routine now I talk about routine all the time and making sure that you've got a structure and it definitely has kept me sane but too much of the same routine I've realized is just just boring and just draining you just have to mix it up a bit so I came back and I went to a car park in a retail park actually and I parked in the corner right the far corner and uh, and I just sat there so I still had a bit of my coffee left and I was doing some work on my phone and I'd taken some bits and bobs and my diary and that with me and then I just sat there really really comfortably and uh, and I was contacting people I needed to and just felt some sense of normality you know I saw a few people walking past and life going on so by the time I went home I thought well I've done all the things I wanted to do during the day for work and I can actually just enjoy being at home now you know that feeling where you've been out and you've probably been to work and then you get home and you think well okay work's been whatever work's been but this is home now and uh, I can just get on and do the normal things knowing that I've done all the things for work that I needed to and I wasn't getting that feeling before because I would do a bit of work then I put the washing in then I do a bit of work and then I pass you know buy something that needed tidying up or then I got distracted and anyway I needed to break that routine so that that's been a was a real lesson for me so I'm definitely going to be mixing it up more 
then in the next evening after I'd had all like as I said coaching calls that evening and usually I have them during the day and just one or two evenings a week but the following evening it was our trustees meeting so I'm a trustee at a children and young people's charity called number five young people's charity for mental health counselling free counselling oh my goodness what a fabulous charity this is they celebrate their 50th anniversary this year so uh, I really feel like I'm a custodial of this charity just being on the trustees board so we had our trustees meeting and um, that's one thing that I never had the opportunity to do when I was in a full-time job because I was working so many hours I always promised myself that I would be associated with a, a charity and it had to be a children's one and then I was asked to be a, tra a trustee at number five so uh, I love that it's just really important to me but it's interesting that it's in the area of mental health so definitely the right area for me and our waiting list is just mind-blowing I'm sure you can imagine that they took all of the mental health counselling online so they've managed to continue to speak to young people but obviously you know lots of young people are not in the position where they've got that environment at home where they can speak confidentially or maybe they just don't feel comfortable doing that so some have missed out some have continued with that the referrals have gone through the roof that's not a surprise and what's happened now is we found that there are so many parents of the young people that are struggling that the counsellors have started to do groups for the parents as well so not the original remit but realise that there's this need that they can't just walk away from so I just get so inspired by this this charity and obviously we all bring something different as trustees and uh, we're a real mix of people but it's great that we've got different experiences that we can bring and we all come from a place of wanting to support this charity just marvellous I, I get a great feeling working with them so what happened next the next day I've lost track of what days it was I was reading my book in the morning, so I always do my miracle morning, like I say, and uh, I mentioned before, so I do a bit of meditation, some gratitude always, my affirmations. So I was listening to this video and then I was reading my book, it was talking about manifesting. So I've done this before where you just manifest what you want and apparently the, there's no difference between manifesting a feather out of the sky to manifesting a million pounds. Now, I haven't tried the million pounds yet, but I thought oh, I'm just going to manifest my, my coronavirus vaccination because Lester's had his and my age group is coming up, but I haven't heard yet. And I thought, you know, I really would like to get on and have this done. I hope they haven't forgotten me. You know, when you go through those, it's like, oh, everybody else has got a letter and I haven't got mine. And then I thought, well, I'm just going to manifest it. So I manifested it coming through on my phone in the messages and I got up in the morning and I looked to see if it was there and I thought, oh, it's not there. They're obviously going to send it out, you know, around about 10 o'clock when, you know, they all get up and running. So this was it. And blow me, didn't it happen? It was honestly around 10 o'clock. I got a ping to say that there was a message, checked my phone and there it was. We would like you to invite, invite you to book an appointment to have a vaccination and then I got excited because I was thinking oh, this is interesting <laughs> Susan right what we're going to go for next so next I'm manifesting 20,000 pounds of unexpected income 
into my life. That's my next one. So uh, I'll let you know how that's going. But I have manifested before and it's worked. And when you get that belief that something good is going to happen, that you, you just focus on it, you just know it's going to happen. So yeah, I got my vaccination all booked. And then at the weekend, so it was yesterday actually, we decided that we had to have something to look forward to. And there's obviously been an announcement at the moment, if you're listening to this, you know, quite close to when it's being released. We now have some dates where in the UK, we are going to start to come out of lockdown. And we thought, oh, we've really got to look forward to something. And we go to Turkey every year. We go to the same hotel because we love the staff. We love, we're really good friends with the manager there. Well, all the managers there, actually. We always have a great experience. And we're lucky that we go on other holidays, but this is our banker. We always know that we're going to have a great holiday at this place. So we decided that we would book our holiday. And we're supposed to be coming out of um, lockdown fully in June. So we booked a holiday for September time. And uh, so we went to our friend Sharon May and to her travel agency and said, you know, can you look for these dates for us and see what's available and we got an amazing deal I can't believe what she's got for us so once we got that booked it was so easy it was like it's that's it now so we was writing it in our diary and then we started talking about what we would do when we were there because we've been before so we were talking about you know where will we go to eat and what trips will we go on and and we know pretty much all of the staff and uh, it's like yeah yeah we're definitely going you know, we'll see them and I wonder if they're back and I wonder how their family is. My goodness, that day just changed it for us. We just felt so much better just because we booked that holiday. And so that was all good. In the evening, I'd been asked to join this Facebook group and um, it seemed pretty reasonable, actually. It was a business group and just people in different businesses. So I've been following it and I've kind of put a couple of positive things on you know and cheered people on and, and it's quite random really and then there was this post which was so horrible I cannot tell you and one lady had asked what everybody did you know what does everybody do for a business and she completely rubbished this one industry and there I know there's lots of people from this industry on that Facebook page and I can't tell you how horrid it was. And I thought the people I know in this industry are pretty decent. So and the people on the group were, you know, they always seem very nice and the things they were posting. But this lady had written, you know, but don't get involved, but don't message if you're from this industry. And um, it's not a real business and all of this. And, and I thought, you know what, I don't want to be part of this at all. And I do have control to take myself out. And so that's what I did. I just unfollowed the group. I didn't write anything nasty. I didn't get back. I just took myself away. And I thought, I do not want to waste any energy you know, defending people that I'd seen in this group that seemed pretty decent. I don't want to say that's not very nice. I and Maybe that was the wrong thing to do. Maybe I should have stood up. I don't know. But I have to look after my mental health as well. And I thought, I cannot be in this environment. And um, and I really hope the people that were running that Facebook, you know, 
address that I, and I don't know if I'm honest because I just came out of it but I thought sometimes you can't change the world you just have to protect yourself and I thought I don't want to be part of this at all I think this is this is very disrespectful to other people and you know everybody has a right to earn money and everybody has a right to start a business and they choose where they want to work and you know I mean there's so many industries that get a really really bad rap and we probably know people in other industries that you know it really tars us and we're thinking oh, all these people you know it used to be second-hand car salesmen you know they had a really bad rap you know but most of us buy second-hand cars at some time or another we've probably had a really good experience but it's horrible when people generalize like that anyway I didn't want to be part of that and I thought I I just don't even want to comment on this. I don't want to try and defend it or say that's nice, not nice. I had to just protect my own mental health then and think, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to be part of this. So I just left the group. And, and that's probably the message is that we all have the opportunity to say, this is not for me. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go and do something else. So, yeah, so that took my mental health down after it had been up with the holiday but then started talking about the holiday again so that was all good and then I got this message through so I reached out to a lady called Sue Cassidy who I'd known about for a year so I've, I've known of Sue so Sue is in America she is a really well-known really successful um, songwriter singer-songwriter and she was married to David Cassidy if you are very young you won't know who David Cassidy is if you are of my generation you will probably have had a photograph of David Cassidy on your wall which is really weird now because Sue and I are friends but we had been having a conversation sort of over the last few months really my friend Sharon May introduced us and then I thought you know for this podcast I would really love to interview Sue because my goodness she has had some challenges in her life but every time we speak and whenever we communicate you know this lady she, she will share how old she is with you but you'll be really surprised and she looks incredible what a life she's had and I thought if anybody knows about bouncing back and how do you stay positive it's going to be Sue so I, I messaged her and said Sue I wonder would you let me interview you for my podcast because I just know the listeners I just going to get so much from the experiences that you've had and I will as well I really want to know how do you bounce back and the message I got was a message from Sue saying oh I'd be really honoured I'd really love to I was like oh my goodness yes I am actually going to be interviewing Sue Cassidy on this podcast so things are looking up we are getting some amazing people to interview. If you haven't listened to episode six, which is a really special one, it's when I interviewed our grandson, Joel. Oh, I've had so much feedback from that. Joel, what a wise head on young shoulders. So lots of parents have been sharing that with their children as well. And I've got some great feedback from school. So well done, Joel. And so I've got Joel and now Sue Cassidy. So Sue's going to be my interviewee on the next episode. So episode nine. So what? make sure you watch out for that. Anyway, that's me for this week. I think I've pretty much given you details of the whole week so you can see there were some really good things started off with poor little Frankie in the hospital Lester and I were just beside ourselves Carly bless her and Kurt were just 
frightened out of their life. Thankfully, it all turned out well. So it went from absolute despair, anguish and all of anxiety, all of those things to just gratitude and just love for, for all of them. Um, and then I went for a trip on the motorway, further than I thought. I had a great trustees meeting. Um, that really came together well. Manifested my vaccination. So that's happening next week. Booked a holiday. So we've got something to look forward to. Saw that horrible Facebook comment and then realised straight away, oh my goodness. So I have got a virtual toolkit. So clearly I am digging into it too, which is like, Susan, you've got a choice. Leave. Susan, leave. There's loads more Facebook pages and, and groups that you can join. This one's not for you. This doesn't serve you well. So I made the choice and got out of that. And then Sue said, yes, I'd love to be interviewed. So I'm really excited to do that. So we're going to record the interview in the week and post it next week. So we are human beings with human emotions. You can probably relate to that week. You've probably been really up and down as well. And I always make sure that when I speak to you, I've got some energy. I've had a little dance around probably. And if I haven't got that energy or if I'm going through a, a bit where I'm thinking, oh, I'm really struggling to lift myself, I won't record the podcast. That is as simple as that. So make sure that you are speaking to others when you're in a really good place. And if others are speaking to you when they're not in a good place, you know, just choose to cut the visit short or cut the conversation short. You don't have to fall out with people. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to defend it. Just cut the conversation short. You know, and hopefully when you reconnect, you're both going to be in a really good place and it's going to be a really good conversation. So make sure you use that control that you have to say, mm, not right now. This is not for me. Let's change this. So that's the end of this episode, episode eight. I'm so looking forward to reconnecting with you again. As I say, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Make sure that you get all of the up and coming podcasts. I've got some great ideas. Anybody that knows me were like, oh my goodness, what's she up to now? I've got some great ideas where how I can bring more value to you in the future. So I'm going to keep going with these. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your amazing feedback. If you would like to connect with me, I've got my website, which is smyersconsultancy.com. And we've got a, a, an opportunity there to just, just book a, a 20 minute discovery call with me. I'd love to hear all about you. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear what's working for you. I'd also like to hear what's not working for you. Maybe I've got some tips that I can share with you. There may be an opportunity for us to do some coaching together. That would be super. We can discover that on a discovery call. So pop over to my website and let's get connecting. Have a marvellous week, everyone. I wish you all well. Stay safe. I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye.